0: Hello and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News To Go, I'm James Carr. It's Wednesday, November 13th, 2019. Here are your top stories from around Arizona from Cronkite News. The U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments Tuesday on whether the Trump administration can shut down the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. That program grants certain citizenship rights for children under 16 who arrive illegally in the U.S. Eddie Chavez, a DACA recipient and Phoenix resident, camped outside to be ready for Tuesday's arguments. A lot of us have been here for days uh, camping, uh, standing up in solidarity for all of the DACA recipients and we're just here to show support and not show fear. Chavez wasn't the only Phoenix resident in the crowd. Oscar Hernandez, an Arizona State graduate and DACA recipient, is hopeful for a future DACA plan similar to the one that's been in place. We want to have the privilege to work, the privilege to go to school. Uh, In Arizona we don't have in-state tuition but we can probably get it back at some point. We fought for it before and we got it before. In fall of 2015, the policy for Arizona DACA students' tuition changed. Tuition was set at 150% over Arizona's in-state tuition. 700,000 DACA recipients still wait to hear what their future holds. The Supreme Court won't decide the case until next year. The Salt River Project has confirmed the Navajo Generating Station will shut down permanently sometime this week. Cronkite News reporter Megan Marples explains.
1: The closure marks the end of a two-year struggle to keep the coal power plant and the affiliated Cayenta coal mine from closing. Both provide hundreds of jobs to an economically depressed part of the state. Of the 433 workers at the plant prior to the announcement, 280 have accepted offers to relocate to jobs at different facilities, with the others either retiring or refusing. The closure means a loss in 20 to $30 million dollars in revenue. Congressman Tom O'Halloran, a Democrat whose district includes the power plant and the mine, introduced a bill in September to provide economic development and job training to people affected by the closures. It's currently awaiting a committee hearing in the House. Megan Marples, Cronkite News.
0: The U.S. is a year out from being the first country to leave the Paris Agreement, a global pledge made by nearly 200 nations to cut greenhouse gas emissions. Many countries involved in the agreement collaborate on climate research. The latest report from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change includes research from Arizona. Cronkite News reporter Jordan Elder reports.
2: An IPCC special report released in September zeroed in on the ocean, both the liquid parts and the frozen parts. Ted Scher focused on the frozen parts, digging for carbon samples in Alaska and then analyzing them. There's all of this organic carbon locked up and when that starts to get warmer and it thaws, it turns into these greenhouse gases, carbon dioxide and methane, those are released back into the atmosphere and that affects climate everywhere including the temperatures in Phoenix." Long frozen carbon in the Arctic won't stay frozen if the Earth keeps warming. Another special IPCC report from 2018 finds that if global temperatures rise by more than 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit in the coming decades, species will go extinct, sea levels will continue to rise, and our food and water supply will decrease. Jordan Elder, Cronkite News.
0: Scientists are already working on a series of IPCC reports due out over the next three years. The goal is to raise questions and understanding about climate change. The Veterans Heritage Project in Phoenix helps connect middle school, high school, and college students with veterans to record their memories. Their work is published annually in books called Since You Asked. Barbara Hatch is the founder of VHP and says these interviews go deeper than history.
1: And their individual stories really capture what is the cost of war? It's a lot beyond just words on a page or numbers. It's beyond that. And, and students learn that historical events are, they're nuanced.
0: Jake Sonnenberg is one of the students who interviewed veterans. He says he was so inspired by his experience with VHP in high school that he started a chapter at Arizona State. The interviews are archived at the Library of Congress. Executive Director of VHP Michelle DeMiro says so students are improving their writing and researching skills as well as their confidence.
1: And you realize
2: what they went through, what they overcame, that student then looks at their own life and realizes, you know, my problems aren't that bad. I can work through this.
0: One of the veterans as being interviewed brought up a lot of feelings he had been holding back and that he now understood better because he was able to share his history through VHP. We had help today from Lindsey Walker, Hannah Ehrlich, Andrew Christianston, Harrison Mantis, Jordan Elder, and Megan Marples. They all helped with today's Cronkite News Briefing. You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. That's all for your Cronkite News To Go. I'm James Carr. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow for another daily briefing.